0: Boxed, ready for Saturday morning's Greyhound Racing Wrap. Across Victoria, RSN 927 is talking Greyhounds. Here's Simone Fisher. Good morning on this Saturday, the 12th of January. Plenty has been happening in the world of Greyhounds this week, and with the Warrigal Cup final tonight, Adrian Scott, the General Manager of the Warrigal Club, will be joining me along with trainer Rocky Crisafy who has Jabrina engaged in the final and also Darren Pulio will chat about his chaser Poke the Bear who was recently crowned the Meadows Greyhound of the Year. Let's firstly take a look at what's been making news this week. What's making news around the kennels? $100,000 to the winner, Silver Chief, was taken out last Saturday night by the fastest qualifier and favourite, Baruga Brett, for trainer Brooke Ennis. He's drawn the red tonight in a heat of the pause of Thunder at Wentworth Park. The Warrigal Cup final will be contested tonight. The $47,000 to the winner event sees another fabulous field of chases for one of these provincial cups and has loads of early pace. Cooter Mayhem ran second in the final last year and he jumps from box four. Orson Allen showed blistering early pace in his heat and is likely to start the favourite. And Harry Manalitsis has two dogs engaged in the final with his chaser Elevated winning in Best of the Night, so it promises to be another exciting country cup. And also Rip and Sam will make his long-awaited return to racing tonight in a six hundred and eighty metre race at Warrigal also. So it may even upstage the cup, who knows? The Devonport Cup will be run on Tuesday with former Victorian Despacito likely to start the favourite. David Gill has Emerald Rainbow and Matt Lanigan zipping blaze in the final, so we will be hoping for a Victorian victory there, no doubt. Salperna will be hitting the road again and hosting a road show at the Geelong Greyhound Racing Club on Tuesday, February the 12th from 3 to 5 p.m. It will be a Q&A style presentation and questions can be emailed prior to the Geelong Club. More details are available from the Geelong Greyhound Racing Club. And next weekend, a three-day GAP weekend begins on Friday, so anyone wishing to adopt or who would like to go along and find out more about greyhounds and adoption should check out all the details on the GIV and GAP websites. Adoption fees have been waived and I spoke to GRV CEO Alan Clayton during the week and he insisted that this was in no way to cheapen the breed or just to give them away to anyone. It was rather that the predominant demographic of adoptees are families with young children or retirees and he felt that because the drive to Seymour was quite considerable for some, he wanted to give something back in the way of a small gift by waiving the fee. There will be over 100 greyhounds up for adoption, so let's hope they all find home. RSN 927's Talking Greyhounds with Simone Fisher. And with the big Warrigal Cup final tonight, I now have the club manager Adrian Scott joining me on Talking Greyhounds. Adrian, a big night tonight.
1: Yeah, it is Simone. Um, really looking forward to it too. We've, um, we've had our um, summer festival of racing, which has been a great success with the uh, Calcutta and followed up by a family day and uh, the uh, third league
0: of the Cup tonight. Hopefully we'll it'll, um, it'll, uh, pull it off and Get the trifecta. Uh, I'm sure you will. But gee, you've been racing a lot there lately. What's been going on? Uh we have,
1: yeah, and obviously the uh, with some of the meetings being transferred from um, Torrington have um, added to our uh, our race day list a little bit. So there's been a lot going on, uh, Simone, and made it uh, fairly busy.
0: It sure is. It is a busy time of the year, anyway. But um, do you get a few holiday makers coming to the club on race day? Uh,
1: we certainly did at the family day on uh, on uh, last Sunday, Simone. Yes, There is was. Uh, there are a lot of people that were actually visiting Warrigal over the summer period that have taken advantage of what we had to offer and dropped in, which was really good.
0: Let's hope they come back tonight for the Cup because what an outstanding field you've got! You must be wrapped.
1: Yeah, it is. It's, uh, it's uh, actually very open. I reckon that, that. I doubt that there's a dog in it that uh, doesn't have a genuine chance. And as you know, luck plays a little bit of uh, a role in some of these bigger races. So. Um, yeah, it's, it's
0: very even, I reckon. I think you might be right, actually, Adrian. I've spoken to all the trainers throughout the week and interviewed them, and, um, you know, the start is all important. And if Orson Allen begins like he did in the heat, he absolutely flew out, like Rob Tester would say, shanghaied out of the boxes. I mean, he's going to be very, very hard to beat. But when you've got greyhounds like Big Flood in the field that are very experienced, you've got last year's second place get a coup to mayhem, it really throws them into the mix as well, doesn't it?
1: Oh, it certainly does. And as as you've just mentioned, if Orson Allen runs those uh, early sectionals like he did last week, he's going to be very hard to beat. But, um, you know, there's only a length and um, all of a sudden you come back to the field.
0: That's exactly it. Now, last Friday night for the Heats, you had a Calcutta. Can you explain what that was all about? And does that transfer through to tonight's final as well?
1: Yeah, it certainly does. So the Calcutta was actually on the the final, but it was run... um, it was um, the dogs were all auctioned off prior to the heat. So um, some people who purchased dogs um, hoping they'd get through to the final or actually eliminated after the heat. But um, it's the first time we'd actually uh, ever uh, contemplated anything like that and we so really happy with the result and the interest it generated.
0: I'm sure that would have been a lot of work as well, <laughs> a yeah, lot of extra work.
1: It was, yeah, it's been a really good experience for us. As I said, we, as a club, we haven't done it before, so um, we've learned a lot from it. And for our first time, I'm pretty happy with... Um, the uh, outcome and the interest that's generated. So, so the, I think the oh, um, first prize on um, Saturday in the Calcutta will go around for about $8,000. So uh, yeah, It's not a bad dividend for someone.
0: Wow. So is that someone um, like a, a private person that's purchased that Calcutta entry or is that like a charity or how does that work?
1: Um, no, they're all um, all private ones. We have got a charity. The club actually was fortunate enough to um, end up with a dog under our Gitzland um, Grey Monica moniker. And, right. Um, it, It's actually coup de mayhem, so um, it's going around um, on behalf of some charities. If it wins, the the money will all be divided between a a local charity and the um, Children's First Foundation.
0: Oh, that's good to hear too, getting some other community groups involved as well. And what you're going to have perfect weather as well. I mean, it's going to be an outstanding night. So let's hope they can make it to the track as well, Adrian. But you've also got another race on the program, that um, Rip and Sam. Are you, are you concerned that this may upstage the Cup? Well, <laughs>
1: there's a little bit of interest in did isn't there? And um, I must admit, I was... Um, Pleasantly surprised when I saw him as a a final acceptor. So um, it's it's an added draw card for us. And um, if he's um, fit and forward enough to run up to his very best, he'll go very close to breaking the track record.
0: Yeah, well, let's not get too carried away because I'm sure Robert Britton will just be hoping that he gets around in one piece without being injured. I'm sure he won't even mind if he ran last if he came around
1: yeah. <laughs> um, unscathed. Plus, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, that's a fair it, comment. Fair but comment.
0: it would be it would be fabulous to see him, um, you know, unleashed at the end of the race and you know either run down the leaders will be close enough early, wouldn't it?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Because we don't get um, we don't have a lot of 680 meter races, so it's, uh, of our uh, records, it's probably the, uh, the weaker of the the three records.
0: Oh, well, you never know. He might be back there in a couple of weeks again. Who knows? Um,
1: yeah, yeah, keep our fingers crossed. Yeah.
0: So you've also got Dane Swan uh, coming tonight.
1: Is yeah, right? we have. Yeah. We've actually got um, funny man um, Marty Fields.
0: Right. He is funny.
1: funny. <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah. So Marty will act as the MC, And then, um, of course, we've got the Collingwood legend, Brownlow Medalist in um, Dane Swan making a guest appearance.
0: I'm sure he'll, he'll appeal to a lot of the younger kids that may attend tonight as well, Adrian. Have you got a tip for the cup?
1: Well, um, I'm barracking very hard for Cooter Mayhem. Um, I actually like um, Dinah Hunter. So,
0: yeah. He's very well drawn out there, isn't he?
1: Suits him, races very
0: well here from the pink box. Yeah, he's had uh, six out of eight. He started out of the eight box, um, oh, not sure how many times, but he's had six wins from the eight box is what I am trying to say. Um, Yeah, very, very well drawn. But let's hope, uh, we saw him in the Ballarat final and it looked like he was almost going to get there yeah. and Aston Commedo pipped him on the post. So he's going to have to have a good lead, I think, on some of these other stronger chases. But like you mentioned, a uh, very good record from box eight. Yeah,
1: he has, yeah. Yeah,
0: And like you mentioned earlier, the Gippsland Carnival, um, this has really proven to be a very successful carnival, hasn't it, over the last few years?
1: Yeah, it has. Yeah, it has. Um, Simone, it was a concept that was devised um, this is our third year and it was about bringing the Gippsland clubs together and trying to promote greyhound racing within the region. And um, to that extent, I think... We've been pretty
0: successful. Well, I think you have to Look, all the best tonight, Adrian, for the cup final. I'm sure it's going to be a, a terrific race and also we'll be looking out for Rip and Sam.
1: Good on you. Thanks very much, Simone. Cheerio. Racing.
2: A touch slow off the inside. Zoom out. Missed the a half length but can burrow through here. Showing good speed. Jabrina the outside. It'll get across and lead the favourite. Zoom out first corner. Two away Juniper Pearl followed by Fendoff. Getting back in the field was Takahoe Tiger also two and about five lengths to Lucky Millie turning. Jabrina in front. Zoom out with the task to run it down. It might not. Jabrina's flying in front. Four clear. It's home. Zoom out second. Jabrina five lengths. Zoom out. Just hung on for second over the stay of Juniper and joining me now is the, the, the trainer
0: captain. of Jabrina, Rocky Krasafi. Good morning, Rocky. Good morning. I bet you'll be hoping tonight that you hear that, in fr- uh, that Jabrina's in front.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yes, uh, I hope so. Um, I'm a bit nervous, but uh, anyway, we'll see what happens.
0: Oh, Rocky, you've been in greyhounds for a long time. You shouldn't be nervous. Yeah, well, it's uh, a special
3: dog, this one. Uh, my, my grandkids are... Uh, uh, involved with it, they love the dog, and uh, the owners Brian and Naomi. They love the dog, so it's like a part of the family. I think
0: oh, I'm sure he is, and uh, what an outstanding run! This is this greyhound's the least experienced in the field and the youngest. Um, he's only going to be two next month, and gee, he's up against it, but he's got plenty of talent.
3: Yeah, well, we're doing it. We do a tough, <laughs> we we're tough, tough family.
0: He's had the 10 starts now for seven wins and nine placings. Um, He might be doing it tough, but, gee, he's exciting. he looks like he's got a very bright future ahead of him.
3: Yeah, I hope he jump out of the box and uh, if I can get him, you know, if he can lead. Uh, the box draw didn't uh, favour him uh, anything, but anyway, we're in there with a chance.
0: Yeah, you are. You've got Orson Allen drawn on your outside. I mean, he was blistering early in the heat, but... Um, your guy, he muster's pace too. He just seems to know what to do. He seems very mature mentally for a young dog.
3: Yeah, he, 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 yeah, he seemed to improve each time I put him around. Like uh, he always showed, that, you know, that he had potential. And uh, but this is the biggest test I've ever been in. So we'll see what happened on tonight. <laughs>
0: And he did very well throughout the Silver Chiefs series too, didn't he? He didn't make it into the final, but his heat and semi-final run were very encouraging. Um, he came up, up against Baruga Brett in the heat and then Fantastic Yankee in the semi-final. He wasn't disgraced at all.
3: No, he wasn't. I was happy with the run because he uh, tried to go across the rail and he hit another dog. And uh, by the time he picked himself up, the dog was gone anyway. Plus, he run, they, they run 29 80 or something or
0: 70,
3: whatever. Yeah. So you can't catch those dogs unless you can run 29,
0: Well, that's it. So that's asking a lot from such a young chaser, but he looks like he probably will end up getting around those times with a bit more racing and experience.
3: No, I think, I think so, and I'm, I hope so.
0: I bet you are. He's, um, I, I just really like this greyhound, Rocky. And you've got you come up with box five, like you mentioned, but you don't have a lot of pace with Cooter Mayhem on your inside if he misses it because he can miss it on occasion. And you said to me during the week that your guy will like to head to the rails but won't cut hard left. So no. perhaps if Cooter Mayhem does not begin as well, um, it might put you in with a chance early.
3: Yeah, that's what I'm hoping too. You know, I'm glad that... Uh uh, the other ones, the, the speed it's our side. Um, I'm worried about the red too. You know, the red is a good dog, and mm. Jason Thompson, he knows what he's doing. So, Absolutely. Uh, yeah, we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah. Now, Jabrina he's had four starts on the track for four wins. I know you've done a lot of early education there. He debuted at Warrigal, yeah. so he's um, he's probably one of the more experienced chasers on the track, which perhaps could be an advantage.
3: Yeah, with a better luck, we'd do f- five out of five.
0: Yeah, yeah, that that that, yeah. that that sounds good, doesn't it? Five out of five, yeah. I, I, bet, I bet you're hoping. Now, um, just aside from that, you had a winner at Cranbourne on Wednesday night with his sister, Jabrina Helius. Uh, she, that well, was an outstanding run from her over the 3.11, a 17.59. You've got two very handy chasers.
3: Yeah, she, she went really well. You know, the favourite was in uh, box four and we had box, I can't remember now, box five, I really. think. And uh, no box two we had, and uh, like I said, they liked the inside, and uh, I thought she had a chance of winning the race, and uh, she did, you know. So she, she's going really well, yeah.
0: Oh, they're they're both. They look like they've um, got plenty of talent. The two chasers now, Rocky. I thought you had gone into retirement. I hadn't seen you around for a long time, but you're back training yeah. again.
3: Ah uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> you know, when they give you good dogs, you can't help yourself.
0: No, because weren't you, you travelling around Australia?
3: Yeah, yeah. But they haven't got a tracks around Australia, so I've got a train here. Yeah,
0: you've got to come back home. Oh, well, it's, yeah, it's all good. Yeah, it's all good. But um, look, it's a, a good race tonight and a hard race, um, but you're in there with a chance, Rocky.
3: That's right. That's right. I'm hoping for the best anyway. See how we go.
0: Yeah, all the very best, Rocky. Thanks for joining us this morning on Talking Greyhounds.
3: Thanks for the call. Thank you.
0: Bye. RSN 927's Talking Greyhounds with Simone Fisher. And joining me now is owner of Poke the Bear, who was recently crowned the Meadows Greyhound of the Year. And haven't we loved watching Poke the Bear run over the last probably 12 to 18 months? And joining me now is Darren Pulio. Good morning, Darren.
4: Morning, Simone. How
0: are you? Oh, I'm very well, thanks. Now, tell us about how you heard that this greyhound had won the Meadows Greyhound of the Year because um, you weren't really across it, were you? No. no.
4: <laughs> how I was a work, and um, my wife and I worked together, and she was in the office next door, and I heard her yell out, um, fantastic, or that's awesome, or something like that. And um, I sort of ignored it. <laughs> and then... Uh, then she, she said, oh, guess what? And I said, what's that? She said, I'll poke the bears one gray out of the, of the meadows. I said, how do you know that? And she said, I saw it on Facebook. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Facebook
0: rules the world. Yeah, good old Facebook. Find out everything yeah. you need to know. But yeah, um, right. <laughs> he, he's been an outstanding chaser for you, Darren. Um, you must have had so much enjoyment out of watching him um, run.
4: Yeah, oh, he's just, he's just um, a fantastic dog. He's just He's exciting. He can lead. He can sort of come from behind. His just his
0: desire to win is just just unbelievable. It, it sure is. Um, he's shown that in many of his races. But you've also had his brother, who's now been retired to start out of range running, at, uh, simultaneously. And um, so you've had a double whammy. You've been very fortunate. Yeah.
4: Look. Look. He he was also a great cop as well. He's, he's um, he had uh, you know the ability to chase hard and. and he would come from behind and also lead as well. Just he, he just a bit more injury prone than what Poked the Beer was, and he had some problems um, very early on and had to be rested. And um, you know, sort of bring him through slowly. And and as he sort of got going, he had a purple patch there. Um, obviously, when he won the Silver Chief and the Derby in and at in Sydney, and um, you know, then he sort of pulled up a little bit crook as well. Sort of, I think it was after the Templey and. Jason had to, you know, spend a bit of time getting him right and got him right again, and then unfortunately in the end he he broke a stopper at Cranbourne, um, which was his last race.
0: Yeah, very unfortunate, but he's um, now gone to stud and got a couple of litters on the ground already, but um, let's not take any of the limelight away from Poke the Bear. I was just... um more acknowledging what a a fabulous litter and that includes Fully Loaded as well. So Pogue the Bear, 13 starts at the Meadows, 8 wins and 2 placings. Um, He won the Tarelgan Cup, the Top Gun and the Silver Bullet. But has there been um, a run for you Darren that really stands out as the most memorable throughout his career?
4: Yeah, I think it goes back to, I think it was mid-December, somewhere around there, it was his run at uh, the Meadows um, where he he just come from last. He was I think he was last at the seven hundred boxes and his run home was just unbelievable. Um, I, I had him written off but he, he as he does he just you know, head down, bum up and get gets into it and, and uh, got up from behind. Yeah, it was fantastic.
0: Well let's leave, relive that moment, Darren.
2: And go, racing, poke the bear, slow to begin, back near the Tardis saddle. Away fast there, Dinah Harper, grab the lead from Pants on Fire around the first turn. There, poke the bear, he's got a bit of uh, work to do from there. He's last on the turn out of the straight and down the back, Pants on Fire. Five lengths here, Dinah Harper, then Dinah Rosker. Poke the bear's getting up on the inside rail, ten off the lead though. Followed then by Peter Allen, then came wide-eyed Ginger and Yoringa, turning for home, Pants on Fire, the leader. In seconds for Dinah Harper, poke the bear, flashing through, he'll get up. Poke the bear from Worcester's got up to win it from Pants on Fire and Donna Harper. What a run! What a I don't know about you,
0: Darren, but that gives me a bit of a chill a listening run. to that. It was an outstanding call from the Hawk as well.
4: Yeah, it was brilliant. <laughs> he really does call a good race. It, it, um, he does. Yeah, <laughs> just even, even he was shocked. I think.
0: <laughs> I think we were all shocked, and um, he's just so far off the lead. And it was a free for all. So you're running against the best dogs you know, in the city at the time. And um, it's just the fashion that he did it in. But, look, sometimes he must have been frustrating as well. There's times he'd run a 5.05 to the first mark and other times he'd run a 5.30.
3: Yeah.
4: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, extremely frustrating. Um, And just when you think... And and I'll be the first one to put my hand up and say, you know, I think the dog's tired. he, He needs a rest. And... All of a sudden, he, he coming at one week and ran twenty nine out of one at and So yes. shows what I know. I'll <laughs> stick to breeding the dogs and not training him. And. <laughs>
0: Leave it to the Masters. Well, that's right. He is in um, the Masters' hands with Shona and Jason Thompson. But um, well, you've been doing an outstanding job of breeding quality greyhounds too, Darren. But um, the thing with Poke the Bear, um, I guess you'll continue to race him now. It doesn't look like he's due for retirement. But um, there may be an issue with him going to stud, mightn't there. He doesn't, his testicles haven't dropped and um, that yeah, could of pose course. a problem. Yeah,
4: and, and, and look, at. <laughs> Look, we've had inquiry after inquiry after inquiry. It's been um, a bit overwhelming. But, you know, unfortunately, yeah, he, he's not equipped with the right equipment. And, um, you know, that's not to say that after he's retired, you know, I'll, I'll investigate every avenue. But um, I know Sean has been down this track before with other dogs. And, yeah, it's, it's you know, doesn't end up being good. Um, hence the reason why, you know, I went out of range uh, got injured. We we sort of assessed it and thought, well, you know, the the, the litter itself has been a, a great litter. Um, I think it's been 100% winning litter now, and um, you know he's he's done he's nice slow himself with two Group Ones and a Group Two under his name, so that was the reason why we decided to put him to start and try and tap into that same line.
0: Well, you never know with Poke the Bear. There may be, you know, veterinary science and all that. These days can be um, quite astounding. And it, like you mentioned to me the other day, it's no use while he's racing. Well, um, doing any investigating. But once he's finished, no. you've got all that opportunity. And if not, I'm sure he's going to be an awesome pet. Someone will put their hand up for him. If you if you can't take him.
4: Yeah, I oh, know. We'll find a place for him. That's for sure. Um, you know, him and a lot well, of them just still the trainers and. And um, that's where he's he's living at the moment. And um, yeah, him and Poke the Bear are good mates, and I'd would say that they'll both stay together for quite some time. Um, at the moment, Poke the Bear he's just a professional race dog, and that's what he'll be. Yeah, no, um, until till the end, yeah.
0: Oh, we lo- Look, we love watching him race, and this is by no means a tribute to the dog for retirement. This is just um, a look back that he was crowned the Meadows Greyhound of the Year. But just on a, a poor note, Darren, um, the name Poke the Bear, um, my husband often says to my daughter... Don't poke the bear, as in me. And then it was only a couple of weeks ago. She was over my shoulder reading form guide or something, and she goes, "Dad, there's a dog named after Mum. It's called Poke the Bear."
3: <laughs>
0: so I think it's an awesome name as well.
4: Well, that's exactly how it sort of came about. We had got a friend of mine who who woke up one morning a bit grumpy, and and uh, someone said something to him, and he, he actually came out with, oh, don't poke the bear." and I thought, you know,
0: that's a great
4: name. It is a boy. great name. <laughs> and, um, yeah, and so obviously trying to get that full name, and being four four names, you can't have it. So that's how we shortened it to poke, poke the there. bear. Yeah. Um, and it's a thing, like I said, I think I've said in the past, you know, like even the dog deserved a group one, you know, just because of the name, I thought. <laughs> uh, and that's being totally biased. But, um, it, it is a great name, and, and so many people love it, and, and he's got a bit of a cult following, and, to the dog. To sort of a good dog. Yeah, a good name as well,
0: so. yeah I, I think I think it's the perfect name and um, like you say, it gets a bit of a cult following because it's a term that we hear and use often ourselves. But um, look, we've really enjoyed watching him race, Darren. Hopefully there's um, some more Group 1s in him and plenty of other races and we really look forward to seeing um, the next stage of his career. Congratulations.
4: Yeah, yeah thanks very much. Appreciate
3: it. It's the expert pick, Simone's run of the week.
2: Racing. Miss Splendomero began OK, way fast. Donnie Uni on the inside. Now Miss Splendomero drives to the lead on the turn out of the straight. Notorious Mac second over on the inside. Two lengths away. Askaban is winding up around the outside. Followed further back by Byme Diamonds. Again, then Dinah Carney and Donnie Uni at the tail. Down the back, Miss Splendomero led. About four lengths, Askaban followed then by Byme Diamonds. Notorious Mac, Askaban is going after Miss Splendomero. A great battle coming up. Miss Splendomero the leader, but grabbed quickly by Askaban. Askaban takes the lead and from Miss Splendomero. Third by me, Diamonds.
0: Again, and it the was Doris an absolutely outstanding run from Azkaban and- for all the Harry Potter fans out there at the Meadows last Saturday night. Again, a great call by. Ron will, but um, to run down Miss Blenda from well off the pace and run a 29.60, um, that may be a contender for run of the year. A dog to follow this week is um, named after one of the shows here at RSN, Racing Pulse. It won its maiden by almost 12 lengths at the Meadows on Wednesday at only its fourth start in 30 and 14 and has been improving every run. So keep your eye on Racing Pulse. My best bet is race six, number eight tonight at Warrigal. Dinah Chancer in the distance final is racing in form and does race well from wide draws, has plenty of race fitness. We'll be coming up against Rip and Sam, so maybe a little bit of value. And what's coming up this week, we have the Pause of Thunder heats and summer distance plate heats tonight at Wentworth Park and next weekend, beginning Friday, the Gap Adoption Day. So until then, I hope you find a winner throughout the week and you keep those tails wagging.